turn to Romans again. <clears throat> Last week we talked about the freedom that we have in Christ. By faith we are justified. And we looked in chapter 5, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God. And I mentioned um, a song that really rejoices in that. I'm justified. I'm happy in Jesus today. The sins I've committed are all in the past. They'll never condemn me, for He holds me fast. I'm justified, I'm justified, I'm happy in Jesus today. And you know, we can come and hear that and walk out and say, Man, praise God, I'm justified. There is no condemnation. And we go from here and we get into our life, and it may be that afternoon or that evening, or the next day, and we're, we're dealing with sin in our own life. Maybe a bad attitude, maybe an unforgiving spirit, maybe bitterness. And, and so we're wrestling with this, I'm justified, I'm justified. The sins I've committed are all in the past. They'll never condemn me, for He holds me fast. Then why am I still wrestling with this sin? Why am I battling this? And, and this is exactly what Paul is addressing in, in particular in chapters 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8. And, and in dealing with this, we understand the battle that goes on. Um, we know it firsthand. It's very personal. And... Um, and so we think, okay, what is the truth of all this? And you read Romans chapter 6, and, and it all sounds so nice and wonderful. We're crucified with Christ. We're dead to sin. Uh, Christ has won the victory. Don't yield your members as instruments to right, unrighteousness to sin, but unto God. And, and he lays down the principle of sanctification. Uh, sanctification meaning being set apart unto God, being what God wants us to be. But then you get into Romans chapter 7 and he deals with some of the things that, that they're dealing with that he said, well, if God's grace is manifested when I sin, should I sin so that God's grace would be manifested? And, and of course he says, no, but then you come to Romans, the, the passage where he says, the things that I, I would do, the good things that I would do, he says, I end up not doing. And the things that I don't want to do, the things that are bad, I end up doing them. And he says, I'm in this. Um, can any of you relate to that battle that goes on? Absolutely. If we're honest with ourselves, we can relate to this. And he says, who's going to deliver me from this battle? So to just help you a little bit, Romans 6 gives the principle of living in victory over sin or sanctification. 
Romans 7 gives us a picture of the battle of doing it the old way, under the law, in the flesh, who can deliver me. Romans 8 then gives us how to truly have victory. And God must want us to be in Romans 8 for a while because this week you'll be reading Romans 8. And we won't be dealing with it next Sunday because Bill Federer will be with us. So you'll have two weeks to be. And to me, Romans 8 is one of the Mount Everest of the Bible. It is a pinnacle, pinnacle chapter. And um, so we'll have two weeks into that. But um, we're climbing the mountain to Mount Everest today, okay? And and in realizing that... Um, this aspect of the battle that goes on in our lives. And, and today we're going to lay some foundational things. And if we don't understand the difference between justification and sanctification, and you might say, ah, those are, those are big words and just make it simple and easy for us. Okay, um, we're going to use those words because they're biblical. But we want you to understand justification, what it is, and sanctification. Um, and if we, if, if we as individuals don't understand the difference here, we will, we will have a confused view of salvation. We will tend to believe that it's a combination between God's works and our works, and then that means that um, we won't ever have genuine peace or confidence and so many other ramifications. So, Romans 5, he said, we are justified by faith. And we're going to go through and list some characteristics of justification as compared to sanctification. Okay, let me just say, justification is, well, first of all, we're all born into this world, we're born into this world, and we sin. So, we, we sin, we have the guilt of sin, what can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. We, we sang about, there is a fountain filled with blood. We, we sang this morning in, in reference to this. So when we come to the point where we realize that we are a sinner, that there is no forgiveness apart from Jesus Christ, and we call upon Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins, we then are justified. Uh, Gary told me right before the service, he said um, uh, a lady, a young girl that they had in class in school in Japan is now, and she'd gone to church with them some in Japan, is now living in England, getting her master's degree, and they'd had contact with her in discussions, but last night, with Yuki on the phone, she clearly called upon Jesus Christ to forgive her sins and save her soul. She went from condemned to justified. Her sins are forgiven. God looks on her and any individuals who has called upon Jesus Christ. 
He looks upon them and he sees the blood of Jesus Christ alone and they are justified, meaning we are made righteous with God. Now, this begins a process in her life and in our lives when we come to know Christ as our Savior, which is known as sanctification. Justification, we are made righteous with God. Sanctification is the working of the Holy Spirit in our life to make us like Christ. So, we, we want to make the differences here. Justification is a one-time act. When you call upon Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins, you do that once, and the blood of Jesus Christ covers your sins, and you are declared righteous before God. It is a one-time act. Sanctification, on the other hand, is an ongoing work. It is a work that you now have been born into God's family through justification, but now God begins a work in you to make you like Christ. And He brings things into your life. He brings people into your life. He brings truths into your life. And He's, he's molding us. He's shaping us. Sometimes He brings um, a file into our life to file off the rough edges. Sometimes He brings a grinder into our life, right? And the sparks fly, but He's trying to... And it's an ongoing process. It's a process that Paul wrote in Philippians. He began a good work in you, and he will continue that work until the day of Jesus Christ. So, justification, a one-time act, sanctification, an ongoing work. Justification is done for us. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Nothing, you have no part in your salvation but receiving the gift of God's grace. It is done all of God. None of us are going to be able to get to heaven and say, Wow, look at, we made it. You made it, I made it. It's all going to be because of God. It is done for us. Sanctification is done in us. It's a work that He's doing in us. And we'll see as we go through this today, and even, even tonight we'll be dealing with um, four words that He brings out in here that show our personal responsibility in, in the sanctification. But it's a work, ongoing work, that is done in us. Justification is a transaction. It is, we had a debt that we could not pay. The debt of our sin was a debt that we could not pay. We had no resources for it whatsoever. But Jesus Christ came and took the penalty, death. He paid the penalty for my sin and your sin and the sin of the world. And he paid the debt... And when you trust Jesus Christ, when you believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, it's a transaction that is made that the debt is paid in full. We sing Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain 
but he washed me white as snow. It's a transaction. It's just like you go purchase something and you pay them and they write paid in full and they give you the receipt. It's a transaction. Sanctification is transformation of the mind, of the will, of our affections, of our behavior, of our action. So, a transaction brings us into God's family, but then God starts the transforming work in our life. And He's got to transform the way we think. Our mind, our mind needs transformed. Our will, we... For so long, we lived in self was running our life. But then we've been given new life, and we are in Christ. And and now our will has to be transformed. And our love, our affection, our behaviors, this is the ongoing work. Justification removes the guilt and penalty of sin. Okay, my guilt of my sin was removed. The penalty for my sin, the penalty for my sin is death, separation from God. The penalty for my sin is hell. But God removes that in justification. So the... Guilt and the penalty of my sin are removed, but as we mentioned earlier, we realize I'm justified, but I'm still dealing with sin in my life. Sanctification is the work of God that removes the growth of sin and the power of sin in our lives. See, Before we came to Christ, before we were justified in Christ, it's like we were were controlled completely by sin. We were handcuffed to sin, if you please. Justification breaks that bondage. Sin shall not have dominion over you. You are not a slave to sin anymore. Now you have a choice what you're going to do. Are you going to yield to sin or yield to God? And so the power that sin had over us is broken. And and as a result, we don't need to continue on in sin. Sin does not need to continue to grow in our life. And this is what sanctification does. This is how God works in that. Justification declares the sinner righteous. We we already mentioned this. Justification were declared righteous before God. Sanctification brings righteousness in our daily walk with God. It's a, it's a work with us so that in our family relationships with husband and wife and parent and child and so on, that we do the right thing. We're declared righteous in justification, but now we got, we got this work to work it out in our lives. It's, it's the work 
that God begins in us and he continues to work in our lives. Making us righteous in our daily walk. Justification is the narrow gate on the way to holiness. It's the enter in at the narrow gate, the straight gate, meaning through Jesus Christ. It it brings us to the holiness of God. Sanctification is the way of holiness itself. The narrow gate brings you to the path, and now the path is we're going to work on making you right, making you Christ-like. It's the actual walk of holiness. Justification gets you on the path. Sanctification is the path. Justification, good works are immaterial. Meaning, it doesn't matter what list of good works you bring, none of it will make you righteous before God. It's not just good works are immaterial, they're worthless. All our righteousness are as filthy rags. So, good works have nothing to do with justification, but... In sanctification, good works are very necessary. Not in order to keep us saved, but as evidence that we are saved. The book of James deals with that, and and we don't have time to deal with that. If you are truly saved, he said in Matthew 7, by their fruits you shall know them. A good tree doesn't bring forth evil fruit. And an evil tree doesn't bring forth good fruit. He said, if a tree does not bring forth good fruit, it's an evidence that it's an evil tree. So for someone to say, I'm justified in Christ and it doesn't matter how I live, they are ignorant of the truth of God that God is at work in their lives to produce good works that others may see that and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Good works of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Those are the good things that He's trying to produce in our life. Justification is a legal declaration. Meaning, it's kind of like a one, we mentioned at the start, a one-time act. But it's a legal declaration that is instantaneous. You are righteous in Jesus Christ. It's, it's proclaimed by God in Christ. Sanctification is not instantaneous. It is a process. It is a process that God is at work. Years ago, there used to be a little kid song. He's still working on me to make me what I ought to be. It took six days to make the moon and the stars and all the other planets and Jupiter and Mars. That's my rendition of it. But he's still working on me. 
Now, I'm glad he's still working on me. Because I'm not what I ought to be. And praise God, I'm not what I used to be. And thank God, I'm not what I someday am going to be. And it's God working on us. It is a process. And it is a process that we are in that, that we need to understand that it's a process that God is working on you and he's working on me. And it's not a process that you compare yourself with one another. Oh, I seem to be further along than they are. There's not a word in this chapter, chapter 6 or 7, about getting bent out of shape because of the sin of other people. Paul will talk about how to handle sin in chapter 12 of Romans. But for now, the big issue that he's dealing with is sin against God from my own life and not sin against me. God is working on me. I've got enough to work on in my own life without worrying about others' lives. Justification is our position before God. If you are in Christ and you were to go to God and say, how am I now in you? You may have had a bad week, but God says you are made righteous through the blood of Jesus Christ. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. That's what the Passover was all about. And, and it is our position before God. So I am righteous before God, but now in the nitty-gritty of life, I'm still battling sin. And, and as a result, justification deals with the practice of my faith before others. Justification, you receive the Holy Spirit. The moment you trust Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sin, you receive the Holy Spirit. In sanctification... We must continually submit to the Spirit. We have the Spirit. We don't need more of the Spirit. Someone has said we don't need more of the Spirit. The Spirit needs more of us. We need to submit more, submit more, submit more. We receive the full package in justification. Now the Spirit is there. And see, the Spirit is the one that's doing the work in our lives. The Spirit is the one that is doing the ministry as we read the Word, as we live our life. The Spirit convicts and says, no, that isn't something you should, should say. Or the Spirit says, um, you need to do something kind to them. Or the Spirit says, um, trust God in this matter. And the Spirit is the one that is beginning and is at work in this process. And it is the process of the Spirit that gives us victory over the flesh, 
over the world and over the devil. Now, understand, the war in a saved person's life with sin is a continuous battle. And Romans 7 goes into that. And it won't be until the Lord returns that we will be delivered from this body of death. But in justification, we are set free from the penalty of sin. And through it, the work of the Spirit begins in our life to be set free from the power of sin. And someday, we will be set free from the presence of sin. See, all of these terms, justification, sanctification, and glorification, in New Morning Mercies, he's, he's forever talking about um, already, meaning the past, and not yet, the future, eternity. And he, he's continually reminding us, most of us as Christians are either living in the already, looking back, or we're living in the not yet. Justification is the already. If you have trusted Christ for the forgiveness of sins, that is a done deal. It is already done. Glorification is the not yet. There is going to come a day when we will not have a battle with sin. There is going to come a day. Remember the the meta-narrative of God's story. Creation, fall, mankind fell into sin. Then redemption, Jesus Christ sent His Son to redeem us back to the fall condition, so to speak. But we're still living in a fallen world. We're still battling the flesh. But we're justified in Christ. But there is coming restoration or glorification when we will be made completely whole in God. No more the battle of sin. No more the battle with myself. That's over. But we're living November 15th, 2020. We're, we're not in the already and we're not in the not, not yet. We're living in the nasty now and now, right? But be encouraged. The Spirit of God is at work in you to sanctify you, to make you a vessel of glory to Him, to make you like Christ so that the people you live with and live next to and work with and know and do business could see the nature of Christ through you. That's what sanctification is all about. And we have too many Christians that are right here. I'm justified. I've trusted Christ as Savior. Hurry, God, take me home to heaven. But no, God is at work in our lives 
And if all it was was to make us like Christ, then every time someone gets saved, they ought to die right there because they'd go to heaven and they'd be like Christ. It's not just to make us like Christ. It's to make us like Christ in this world so there wouldn't be so much darkness in this world. And because we as believers have not been submitting to the Spirit, the darkness is prevalent in our world. Where the Spirit of God is, there is liberty, there is life, there is light. And and so we need to say, God, sanctify me. God, make me like Christ. I want to be your nature. I want to be like you. I want to reflect your glory and your grace. Sanctification in the here and now. This is where we're at. So, all of this makes sense to things that are happening in your life. All your life, you can go back and you can say, wonder why God did that. And, and you can begin with this. If you're a child, if you've never trusted Christ, God is doing it to bring you to come to trust Christ for the forgiveness of your sin, where you're justified. If you have trusted Him, everything that God is bringing into your life, He's using it to mold you and shape you to the image of His Son. Even bad things. So see, be encouraged. I mean, we have no idea how the election thing is going to come out. But either way, God's using it in our lives to mold us and shape us and make us like Christ. To draw us to the very heart of God. Every detail in your life, it's, it's in this period now of... Already, between already and not yet. And what is God doing? He's at work in our life. And it is important what we do. The works don't save us, but the works prove that the Spirit of God is at work in our life for His honor and glory. Songwriter said, more like the Master I would ever be. More of his meekness, more humility, more zeal to labor, more courage to be true, more consecration for the work he bids me do. And he says, take thou my heart, it would be thine alone. Take thou my heart and make it all thine own. Purge me from sin. O Lord, I now implore, wash me and keep me thine forevermore. See, that ought to be be our prayer. Purge me from sin. You know, our our sin nature is God God purges one aspect of our sin, and it's we've said many times it's like peeling an onion. There's another there's another aspect, there's another layer, it's a perpetual onion. Blooming onion wasn't started by Outback, okay? 
our sin is blooming with evil and God's at work in our life. And so in this fallen world, we run into situations that cause our flesh to react and, and flare up. And God said, whoa, here's an area we need to deal with. It, we run into situations that we find these people hard to love. And God says, yep, you need my love. You can't love them. You need my power. There come situations that we don't understand, and, and it's easy for us to get bitter and angry. And God says, see, I, I'm showing another layer here. And this is the work of God in our lives. Justification is the already. Glorification is the not yet. And sanctification, making us like Christ, is what he's doing right now. So you need to stop and look at your life and, and say, okay, God, how are you using this event in my life right now to make me like you? How should I be responding to this? So we ask these questions. First of all, are you sure that you are justified? Has the transaction been made? Have you called upon Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins? Are you justified? Is that settled and sealed? That's a one-time thing. And if you are, then God began a good work in you, and he's put the Spirit in you to do the work. If you aren't justified, if you have never trusted Christ for the forgiveness of sins, today is the day of salvation. We're not guaranteed of tomorrow. Today is an opportunity that God's giving. And as simply as crying out to the Lord, God, be merciful to me, a sinner, and save me through the blood of Jesus Christ. If you are here today and say, I know that I am justified, I have trusted Christ, my sins are forgiven let me ask you this. Are you obeying the Spirit? What did you do this last week because that's what the Spirit wanted you to do? You know what? It's easy for us as believers to, to run on autopilot. And what that means is we're, we're letting self rule in our life. There ought to be times when we say, you're right. That's what I need to do, Spirit. The Spirit prompts, don't say that. And out of a respect for God and a fear of God, we should say, okay, I won't. Zip it. There's times that the Spirit of God says, don't turn that on. Don't look at that. Don't listen to that. Whatever it is. And, and it is. It's the battle that takes place in us. Yield to the flesh or yield to the Spirit? And the flesh brings death and the Spirit brings life. And, and we need to be very, very conscious of obedience to the Spirit of God. 
And then we ask this question, are you growing more like Christ? The question is not, are you perfect or do you sin? The question is, are you growing more like Christ? And it doesn't matter how long you live. If you are in Christ and walking in the Spirit, you will grow more like Christ. And it doesn't matter compared to someone else. Someday we're going to stand before God and He's going to show us what we could have been compared to what we are. And it all depends on yielding to the Spirit and allowing the work of His Spirit to sanctify us. And some will be saved, he said in 1 Corinthians 3, so as by fire. All their works of their life are burned up and gone. Nothing to give to the Master. Nothing that shows they reflected the working of the Spirit. So in understanding, as we look at justification and sanctification, are you justified? Are you obeying the Spirit? And are you growing in Christ? Heavenly Father, I pray that your Spirit would make it very, very personal in each of our lives here today. Lord, I pray for everyone here that is made righteous through the blood of Jesus Christ, that we would have a renewed sense of your spirits working in our lives, and that we would have a renewed commitment to obedience to your spirit. And Lord, I pray if there's one here today that has never personally trusted Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sin, that today they would make that transaction, even even now as they're seated here, Lord, that they would call upon You to forgive their sins and save their soul through the blood of Jesus Christ. That before they leave, they'd, they'd mention it to someone here today and we could show them from Your Word how they can know their sins are forgiven. Lord, help us not to react to the process of sanctification. Help us not to be weary in well-doing. Lord, I pray that there would be great growth and great progress in the process of sanctification. And Lord, that we would be what you want us to be right here. In this now and now that we live in, we thank you for what you've already done. We thank you for what you're going to do. But Lord, may we appreciate and cooperate with what you're doing now. We pray in Jesus' name with thanksgiving. I'm going to ask.